This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org. This is Dave Iverson. Most people living with Parkinson's disease have experienced problems with sleep. But while it's a common challenge, that doesn't mean there's a common solution. There are a wide variety of sleep issues in Parkinson's, and each needs to be addressed in its own specific way. You need to individualize the care. You need to try to understand the mechanism by which something is happening. And you have to approach some things with a very open mind, not being very dogmatic, because sleep is so varied. Dr. Carlos Singer is a professor of neurology and director of the Parkinson's Disease and Movement Disorders Division at the University of Miami. He says when patients complain of sleep problems, his first task is to sort out when the problem occurs. I will then ask them, do they mean falling asleep or staying asleep? Most of the time, it's staying asleep. One reason why people living with Parkinson's sometimes have trouble staying asleep is the urge to urinate frequently. Limiting fluids close to bedtime can help, Dr. Singer says, as can medications that decrease urinary urgency though such medications also have to be monitored for potential side effects. Neurological problems in Parkinson's are tied to changes in the autonomic system. But another reason why people have trouble staying asleep has to do with the movement complications of the disease. They may be awakened by pain or rigidity or cramping. In this case, Dr. Singer says adjusting the time people take their standard Parkinson's medication can help. Giving them a higher dose of levodopa at the time they fall asleep, or if this is not necessarily happening every night, giving them the option of take a half a tablet of the small-strength levodopa in the middle of the night would be my measure. But that solution would not be appropriate, Dr. Singer says, for the source of another common sleep challenge in Parkinson's, restless leg syndrome. It can vary in its character. It can be painful, uncomfortable, associated with numbness, or tightening, creepy crawlies. So it's described in any variety of ways. Additional levodopa only complicates restless leg syndrome. Instead, patients should first be assessed for iron deficiency. Additionally, Dr. Singer says dopamine agonists like Mirapex or Wequip can also be used to treat RLS. But not surprisingly, those drugs can cause yet another sleep issue, the desire not to go to bed at all. The spouse has gone to bed and is waiting, and the patient is looking at his uh, photographic collection or is uh, finding reasons to uh, move the furniture at 10 p.m. Finding things to do that to an outside observer are things that probably don't need to be done at that moment in time. And that is generated by the dopamine agonists. Each of these sleep challenges has a different trigger and requires a different approach, which is why Dr. Singer believes dealing with sleep problems necessitates a collaborative approach between patient, family members, and physicians. When patients understand the mechanism, I believe that's already a step in the right direction. So we're focused, both of us, the patient and I, in trying to find a solution to that particular problem. It has a name. One of the most frequently named sleep problems in Parkinson's disease is REM sleep behavior disorder. 
REM stands for Rapid Eye Movement, and the behavior disorder is acting out your dreams, with sometimes violent consequences. Because you can have yelling, screaming, or you can have thrashing, hitting, pulling, and even thrusting yourself out of bed. This can cause a risk for injury. But the wild stories patients sometimes tell about acting out their dreams can undermine them taking the problem as seriously as it deserves. Patients find the stories a little bit funny, and I have to take the funny out of it. Hmm. I'm a real killjoy when it comes to talk about this. Because of the risk of injury to the patient or bed partner, REM behavior disorder is one sleep problem where Dr. Singer thinks sleep medication is sometimes required. But those medications can carry their own inherent risks. There is an association between cognitive problems, which is a, is a more elegant word than dementia, to uh, use of sleeping pills. To me, it's a bit of a paradox because then there is big data that shows that if you don't sleep well, you, you also can get demented. Sleep and Parkinson's disease. It's a complex equation, which is why we'll take up the topic in detail in our next Third Thursday webinar on May 18th. To register, visit michaeljfox.org webinars. I'm Dave Iverson. This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org.